Hello, I'm Fraser and this is Mum Says It's My Turn. I'm back here again with Winnie. Say hello, Winnie. Now, I want to start you all off with a question. Shout out the answer if you know it. What was the number one box office success in 2023? Uh -uh. Wrong. The correct answer was Barbie with $1.4 billion of box office revenue. Oh, you said Barbie? I don't believe you. Question two. What was the second highest earning box office success in 2023? <laughs> Wrong again. It was actually the Super Mario Bros. movie with $1.35 billion of box office revenue. Now, you maybe didn't know that one, but in fact, the second highest box office success of 2023 was a film based on a video game franchise. Not only that, but it was the highest grossing movie adapted from a video game of all time, more than tripling the box office returns of the next entry on that list, which was Detective Pikachu, by the way. I'm of the opinion that video game adaptations are kind of coming into their own at the moment. The Super Mario Bros. movie was not the only successful movie based on a video game in 2023. There were, in fact, quite a few, and most of them pretty good. In addition to the Super Mario Bros. movie, you may have seen Five Nights at Freddy's, which was a very successful movie that was released, I think, straight to Netflix, starring Josh Hutchinson. It's based on the video game of the same name, and if you haven't played it, the premise is basically that you are a night security guard at a themed kid's pizza joint, think something along the lines of Chuck E. Cheese, and basically all of the animatronics come to life at night and try and kill you. Gran Turismo is another movie that was released in 2023. It starred Orlando Bloom and David Harbour. It was based on the classic racing game. Fun little factoid for you, Gran Turismo was one of the games that really cemented the PlayStation's dominance in the console wars of that era. It was actually the most sold game on the PS1 with over 10.5 million units sold, which are decent numbers even by today's standards. Another car-based video game that was adapted in 2023 was Twisted Metal. It may have gone under some of your radars. It did have a smaller release. It was a TV show starring Anthony Mackie and was generally very well received. It got 68% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 94% audience score. The original Twisted Metal game actually came out in 1995. Now, I played this game when I was younger. It was... A racing game but it was also a sort of royal rumble fighting game as well it was one of those games i only ever played it a few times at a friend's house and it's so chaotic that as an adult i couldn't tell if my memories of the game were real if i'd actually ever played it or if i had just dreamed it up needless to say it was real and the tv show definitely seems to capture some of that chaotic energy the first series of The Last of Us was released in 2023, and this was a big one, one also I really enjoyed, and if you haven't seen it yet, I would strongly advise you to check it out. It was based on The Last of Us video game and had Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey in the two main roles as Joel and Ellie. Fun fact is that the voice actors for Joel and Ellie in the video game actually had roles in the TV show. So Troy Baker, who voiced Joel, played one of the cannibalistic churchgoers, uh, and Ashley Johnson, who voiced Ellie, played Ellie's mum in the TV show. So some fun little cameos for those guys. 
The Witcher got its third season in 2023. Some of you will point out that actually The Witcher was not based on uh, a video game, actually was based on a book originally, which is true, but it's also probably fair to say that it gained most of its popularity from the very successful video games from CD Projekt Red. It will be the last time that we see Henry Cavill playing the main character, Geralt of Rivia, which is a bit of a shame as I think it's a role he was born to play. Uh, Although, as I understand it, it's not the last video game he's hoping to help adapt as there is talk of him being involved in a Warhammer 40k adaptation. I think it's pretty common knowledge, but in case you hadn't heard, Henry Cavill is a bit of a gamer. And the last one on my list is not technically based on a video game per se, the Dungeons & Dragons movie Honor Amongst Thieves, based on, of course, the classic tabletop role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons. Now, most of the movies and shows on that list were really good, actually. However, video game adaptations have not always had the best reputation, let's say. That being said, there have been a few decent adaptations throughout the years. Werewolves Within came out a few years ago. That was based on the video game of the same name. It's a horror comedy whodunit. Basically, there's a werewolf in our group. We don't know who it is, but they keep killing people off. The movie was a lot of fun. It had a great ensemble cast. And as far as I can tell, was reasonably successful. Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2 were both critically and commercially pretty successful. Based on Sonic the Hedgehog, a character that's kind of synonymous with video games, if we're being honest. Silent Hill. Now, this one has some mixed opinions, but I will always go to bat for it. I think it's so good. I love Sean Bean in that movie. I love how you always know you're safe when Sean Bean is on screen. Also, I think it captures the essence of the Silent Hill games. The games, if you've ever played them, are creepy horror games where you, as the main character, find yourself in a moody, atmospheric, fog-covered, forgotten old town called Silent Hill, where you're essentially confronted by physical manifestations of your inner demons. And I think one thing that the Silent Hill movie does really well is that it captures that creepy, bleak atmosphere really effectively. It has the convoluted quasi-religious storyline. It has the right characters. It has a lot of recognizable monsters. Where I think it maybe misses the point of the original games is that, like I mentioned, the games were supposed to be about the characters facing their inner demons. Whereas in the movie, it's really just about you facing real actual demons in this bizarre little town. But other than that small gripe, I think it's a great film. Lara Croft has had a few movies. The Angelina Jolie films were pretty iconic, and I remember enjoying them a lot when they came out. Um, Having seen them again more recently, I think perhaps they don't stand up quite as well these days, but honestly, I think that's true of just a lot of action movies that were made in that era. And actually really enjoyed the Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider movie that came out uh, a few years back. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. That movie was based on the more recent Tomb Raider games, which follows a younger Lara Croft as she's sort of developing the skill set that we're used to seeing her have in the original versions of the game, like parkour, dual-wielding pistols, solving ancient puzzles, and of course, locking your butler in the freezer. As I understand it, they're thinking of making another Tomb Raider movie, so I'd be happy to see that made, honestly. I think Alicia Vikander did a really good job. I also read that she put on six pounds of muscle to play Lara, which is 
Maybe not as much as your Chris Hemsworths are putting on, but still some respectable gains. And then finally, Detective Pikachu, which I've mentioned already, was released a few years back and was very popular. That was obviously, well, I say obviously, maybe it isn't so obvious. It was based on the Pokemon games. It's funny, actually, a lot of people assume that the trading cards or the TV show actually came first with Pokemon. It was actually the video game that came out first. Not only that, but Pokemon is actually the single most lucrative media franchise ever created, estimated to have generated somewhere in the region of $88 billion since it was created. Insane. And the success of the Detective Pikachu movie would have definitely played a part in that, not only in terms of its box office success, but also just in keeping the franchise alive and current. So anyway, over the years, there have been some really good adaptations. In the last year or so, there have been some really, really good ones. But historically, there have actually been some really, really, really bad ones. Now, some of these have become cult classics. Some are guilty pleasures. I think it's also fair to say these movies are objectively not good cinema. Maybe I'm wrong, but let's go through some of them. So off the top of my head, we've got Doom. Now, Doom had all the makings of a great action film. The underlying intellectual property was hugely successful. Doom was one of the original first-person shooter games, and certainly the most well-known. If you haven't played it, you play as a space marine, often referred to as Doom Guy or Doom Slayer, and you essentially enter hell to kill demons and save Earth from the apocalypse. It's about as hardcore and heavy metal a premise as a video game can have. It's a classic and... They, you know, revitalized the franchise with a couple more great games in the last few years. So check those out if it sounds like your cup of tea. If instead you're a glutton for punishment, skip the games and watch the movie instead. Now, the movie should have been great. It had The Rock in it, Carl Urban, a budget of like $70 million. But it's just definitively bad on a number of counts, which is a shame. Max Payne is another one that fell a little bit flat. That had Mark Wahlberg in it and, you know, a great franchise to work off of. So it should have been good. But ultimately, it was a little formulaic and dreary. Um, I know that one was a bit painful for fans of the franchise. <laughs> okay, moving on. I already spoke about Silent Hill, which I thought was great. I will make no effort, however, to defend its sequel, Silent Hill Revelations. Had a young Kit Harrington in it, by the way, Jon Snow. And Sean Bean also returned to reprise his role. But basically, everything the first movie did right to do justice to the games, the second movie managed to just completely miss the point. It was also made during the era of trying to cram 3D stuff flying out of the screen at you, which doesn't pair well with trying to immerse the audience into a horror movie. Uncharted was another one. Now, some people liked it. I didn't think it was that great. Had Tom Holland in it and... Funnily enough, Mark Wahlberg again. Maybe Mark is a bit of a poison chalice when it comes to movies based on video games. Sorry, Mark, I know you're an avid listener and that might upset you to hear. Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. That was based on a video game. Maybe a bit harsh to include it on this list. It actually did fine at the box office. It had a good cast with Ben Kingsley and Gemma Arterton also being in it. It was one of those films that you don't mind watching in the moment. But as soon as it's over, you can't remember a single thing about it. Does that make sense? Another movie based on a video game that comes to mind is Assassin's Creed. Now, 
The Assassin's Creed movie came out in 2017 after a slew of Assassin's Creed games had been released. It was a huge video game franchise with a really cool premise, you know. Go back in time, walk in the footsteps of your cool assassin ancestors using futuristic technology, help us defeat the Knights Templar who are, by the way, an omnipresent malignant force controlling the world from the shadows using mystical ancient relics. I mean, what's not to love? And it had Michael Fassbender in it. But they ended up just doing the bare minimum with the concept. It had a really underbaked plot. And from that position, there's really only so much you can do. And for sure, I'm personally the most disappointed when I really want it to be good, when I'm invested in the characters and the story. I loved the Assassin's Creed games, especially the first few. Me and my brother played the heck out of those games. Like I say, they had a great concept. The gameplay mechanics were kind of innovative and really fun. Storyline was interesting and clever. And if you've never played them, I honestly think those first few in particular were really fun and still stand up today. Especially, I think the second game was probably my favorite. Like I mentioned before, some adaptations have since become cult classics, kind of falling into the so bad they're good camp. One example of this would be the first Super Mario Bros. movie, starring Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo as Mario and Luigi, respectively. That movie was very 90s, super low budget, super cheesy. The story was bonkers. Watching it now, it is fun, but like I say, so bad it's good. There are actually a string of these low budget, cheesy 90s movies based on video games. One that's renowned as possibly the worst of them all is House of the Dead. House of the Dead, if you don't know it, was originally an arcade game, one where you use a gun attached to a cabinet. They generally involve you stopping an evil scientist from unleashing his army of zombies on the local population. The games were ridiculous, but super fun. The movie is just ridiculous. It has 3% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is honestly generous. And while I was looking it up, I actually saw it was directed by Uwe Boll. So I looked into him a bit. Now, this fellow might be single-handedly responsible for the reputation that movies adapted from video games are terrible. This man has been prolific with regards to making movies based on video games. In addition to House of the Dead, he's also responsible for In the Name of the King, Blood Rain, A Far Cry Movie, Alone in the Dark. I'm sad to say that none of these movies did very well, either critically or commercially. However, I do have to take my hat off to him for still somehow being able to get these movies funded every single time. Uh, that is impressive in and of itself, even if the movies were kind of pants. So there's been a few clangers and there's been some good adaptations as well. But what is it that actually makes a movie or a TV show adapted from a video game good? You have to tread kind of carefully, I think. And one of the reasons is that Video game franchises generally have very enthusiastic fan bases. Now, some of you might remember that when they were when they announced they were making a Sonic the Hedgehog movie and they released a few frames from the movie um, in advance of them releasing it. And the Sonic the Hedgehog fan base went absolutely wild because they hated how Sonic looked. And I don't care that much about Sonic. I mean, I, I loved the Sonic games growing up, but I'm not exactly what you would call a diehard fan. And even I was kind of offended by <laughs> the original design of the Sonic character from the movies. And 
you know, there was literal uproar. It was it was a huge deal. And in fairness to the studio, they went back to the drawing board. They redesigned the character in a way that was much more true to the original video games. They spent the time and money to to make it right. But that's the kind of fan bases you're dealing with, people who care strongly about the source material. So I think you have to be true to the source material when you're adapting it. But you also don't want to alienate new audiences. You want it to still be uh, an accessible movie for those people. For example, the latest Tomb Raider movie. That movie more or less follows the events of the first of the latest Tomb Raider games with a twist at the end that I won't spoil, but was a cool change in my opinion. It also lifts a number of set pieces straight from the game, such as a scene where Lara is on an old crash-landed plane stuck in a river right on the edge of a waterfall and the glass cracks and she falls off the edge but pulls a parachute that she grabs from the plane and falls through the trees and survives. It's badass. It's also basically shot for shot from the game, which I think is really cool and why not reuse those elements? Also, in The Last of Us, I actually watched the show before I played the game. So when I fired up the game, having seen the show, I was surprised how much of the show was just a shot for shot of the game. And, you know, obviously, they again, they make some changes to the plot to make it work better for the format. But ultimately, you get the point. It's based on the same storyline. Whoever created that obviously cared a lot about the games. That's why it was such a true to the game recreation. And the newer scenes didn't feel out of place because even though they weren't based on scenes that happened in the games, the creator understood the characters deeply enough that he could create new scenes that made sense for the characters and for their motivations. Now, with the successes that we've seen with some of the movies and TV shows adapted from video games, it's fair to say we're probably going to see a few more. And in fact, there are a number coming down the pipe. A lot has been teased. You know, the, the speculative list of video game adaptations is a mile long. So for now, I'm only going to talk about what's actually been confirmed to be released in 2024. And there's still enough to look forward to. So one movie that's coming out this year is Borderlands, based on the video game of the same name. Borderlands is a first-person looter shooter set in kind of the Wild West, but in space. Super fun game. The movie is going to be directed by Eli Roth, who some of you will know. Um, he directed the Hostel movies as probably the movies he's most famous for directing. So <laughs> that might give you an idea of his uh, his style. Some of you might also recognize him from Inglorious Bastards. He is, I think, an incredibly fun person. I think he uh, is not afraid to push the boat out with certain things. So I think he's going to do a really good job. I think this is a great franchise for him. It's starring Hayley Bennett, Kevin Hart, Kate Blanchett, Jack Black, Jamie Lee Curtis. So some real heavy hitters in there. They're obviously, they're throwing a lot at it. Also, I was looking through the cast list, Benjamin Byron Davis, who is probably maybe a name you might not recognize, but he actually voiced Dutch in Red Dead Redemption. So a bit of uh, video game royalty in that movie. So that's due to be released in August. Definitely one I'm really looking forward to. Sonic the Hedgehog is getting another movie. 
Um, after making $300 million and $400 million at the box office, uh, I guess they're seeing how much they can milk it for. The main lineup is returning with James Marsden, Ben Schwartz, who does the voice of Sonic. Idris Elba is returning as Knuckles. And as of very recently, it has been confirmed that Jim Carrey will be returning for this third installment. He had originally said he didn't want to come back and play Dr. Robotnik a third time, although he was pretty unanimously considered one of the highlights of the first two movies. So I'm glad they managed to persuade him to return. So far, there's not much info uh, by way of plot available, although the same writers are returning and there is talk of Shadow the Hedgehog rolling in. Uh, sorry, bad Sonic joke. Rumours are potentially Keanu Reeves, The Rock or Jason Momoa could be um, voicing Shadow. That is set to release in December, uh, so one to look forward to. For TV, Halo has gotten a new season. The first uh, couple of episodes of that have just dropped. Season one of Halo was so-so. I know some people uh, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, on a point that I made earlier from the reviews I've read of season one, it was avid fans of the game who seemed to take the most offense to the show. So I think if you're coming to it fresh, you could probably enjoy it for what it is. But definitely people who are familiar with the video game franchise struggled with a few of the creative decisions that were made for the show. Bit of a shame, as it seems like there was a good level of effort that had gone into making the show. The actors that starred in the show all went to a boot camp where they, you know, learned all about the games and the history and the lore. All the weapons and the armor were all created exactly to scale. So, you know, there's good details in there, which I think show a good intent. Hopefully the showrunners kind of find their feet and are just able to step it up for season two. And the one adaptation that I think people are most excited about, certainly one that I'm excited about, is the Fallout TV show. Most people will know the Fallout games. It's a huge franchise from Bethesda. They actually go way, way back. For me, I started playing Fallout from Fallout 3 and have absolutely loved every installation since then. It's a cool premise for a TV show, honestly, you know, post-nuclear apocalyptic world. It's got monsters, it's got cool characters, it's got a funky retro 1940s suburbia vibe. It's got all the makings of a fun TV show. And looking at the trailer, honestly, it seems promising. Now, like everything where I where I feel quite strongly about it, I'm I'm nervous. I don't want it to be bad. I really want it to be good. But like I say, so far, things are looking okay. The project is being helmed by Jonathan Nolan, who is the brother of Chris Nolan, who also co-wrote a number of his movies, including Interstellar, Dark Knight and The Prestige. So, you know, Jonathan Nolan is is not a chump. You know, he's he's got credentials. He's got skills. He doesn't have a ton of directing experience, but he does have a lot of movie making experience and is obviously a very talented storyteller. Ella Purnell, who some of you may recognize from Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead or Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children, plays the main character Lucy, a vault dweller and daughter of the overseer of her vault. The show follows her setting out into the wasteland. Based on the trailer alone, it doesn't seem like it directly follows any of the storylines from the games which is fine because like I say, 
Jonathan Nolan has a fair bit of experience writing good stories. But will it capture the spirit of the games? Well, there's certainly been plenty of references to the games in the trailer. The ones I could spot include Power Armor, Dogmeat, which is the name of your dog companion. I know Winnie is excited to see Dogmeat hit the small screen. Ghouls, towns made from scrap metal, rad roaches, vault tech, jumpsuits, pit boys, vertebirds, 1940s music, yell guys, and of course, nukes. As of yet, there's no sign of super mutants, feral ghouls, stimpaks, or the all-important Nuka-Cola, though I have no doubt more will be revealed. An actor called Aaron Moten seems to play a pretty major character called Maximus, which is the most Brotherhood of Steel name I've ever heard, so we can assume the Brotherhood of Steel will make an appearance. Walton Goggins is also starring in it, an actor I love to see. Uh, he's playing a character called the Ghoul, although you see him in the trailer and he doesn't appear to be a ghoul, so I'm not sure if that's an ironic name or maybe if the studio is going to pull a switcheroo at the last minute and ghoulify him for the actual show. I don't know. Remains to be seen. The show itself is going to have eight episodes. Like I say, I know that people are worried about it, but I'm cautiously optimistic. I really loved the Fallout games, so if they can pull it off, if they can nail it, I'll be really pleased. The first episode drops on Prime Video on April 12th, so you can pretty safely assume we'll probably talk about that show again when it comes out. So that's just a few of the video game adaptations that are happening in the next 12 months. There's certainly murmurs of several more, which we'll keep an eye out for as they get confirmed. But what game would you want to see adapted into a movie or a TV show? Personally, I always thought that Dead Space would have translated really well, which is not that revolutionary of a thought, <laughs> given that the original game is obviously so heavily inspired by movies like Alien and Event Horizon and The Thing. Nevertheless, I think the original ideas and the lore of the Dead Space world would be really cool on the big screen. There have been whispers of a Dead Space movie already, with, funnily enough, John Carpenter even kind of throwing his name into the ring. Um, again, if you don't know, John Carpenter was the guy that directed the original Thing movie. So would be really cool to see him doing it. Also, I feel like The Sims has a fun idea somewhere in there. Um, you could potentially do a movie where you have your main character who can't figure out why they're always making bad life choices. And then they go to the, you know, the wise old lady in their town and she says, honey, don't you know we're living in a video game? Something like that. And I realize now I'm basically just <laughs> outlining the story of Barbie. But she goes to the real world. She finds the person that's controlling her life. Ryan Gosling is there. They fight Will Ferrell. You know, they all live happily ever after. There you go. If you're a movie studio, you can have that idea for free. And I'm sure the list goes on and on. Just please, not a Fortnite movie. That's all I ask. No disrespect to anyone who plays Fortnite. I quite enjoy it myself, but there is only so much of that fever dream that I can take. So let me know what you think. What video games would you adapt into a movie? What ones are you looking forward to? 
like I say, I think we're going to see a lot more coming down the line. I'm definitely a big fan of seeing them adapted. And uh, yeah, I hope we get to see lots more great adaptations in the future. So that's it from me for now. Uh, hope you guys have enjoyed it. Like I say, hit me up, subscribe, do all of those fun things, and I'll catch you next time. Bye.